Hey everybody and welcome to the Candy Sweet Podcast, the initial, inaugural Candy Sweet Podcast. My name is Revolution, aka Rev. I am supporting player Chester Candy Sweets, who is a cornerback, an all-around cornerback in the Season 22 DSFL Draft class. This is the only Sim League I play in. It's actually my first time playing in a Sim League. I was recruited about two or three weeks ago from the huge Reddit post, so I am a part of all the noobs who are making life difficult for everybody here, although we're really excited to be here. Even though this is my first Sim League, I used to play a game called FB Pro 98 which was kind of similar to the engine that is used uh, by the NSFL, but is a little different. FB Pro was based on you were a GM or you ran a team. You did the coaching, you did the drafting, you did training camps. Uh, games were played with uh, the strategy files simulated against each other. And so there's a lot of similarity there, but just a little bit different here, too. So there is some crossover. Uh, this isn't completely new to me. I remember in high school, I used to be on the forums quite a bit. This is a little bit of a, a blast from the past. Um, you know, so it's it, it's been fun coming in here. I'm looking really looking forward to it. Uh, the league's really active. There's a lot of activity. Uh, this is my first time on Twitter as well, so that's been a fun little uh, experience. I've connected with a few, uh, particularly new players, and then... Um, from there, sort of made some media too, so that's been a good time. Twitter is a really easy way to make money. I'm also, pretty active on the forums on there. I still got to figure out where I fit in. I seem to just sort of go to the media page and hit refresh semi regularly. Just want to see what's created or if anybody has commented on my pieces. Uh, I have made quite a bit of media actually. So, still trying to figure out which parts of the forums are actually that busy. Although, um, if I want something much faster, the discords are real active. I have been on a few of the few of the teams, uh, rookie servers, uh, in the rookie discord quite a bit, in the league uh, server a little bit. I've been enjoying the rookie server in particular. It's a little bit smaller, whereas some of these teams and the NSFL um, server can feel like it's moving a little fast, but it's not a problem. You want those those big servers to be moving fast. Uh, that is, like I said, it's one of the things that I enjoy is that people are really active on here. Um, some of the things that I haven't liked so much, um, one of the things is trying to get information organized. Man, trying to do a recap based on the, the cornerback prospects that I did or trying to do the mock draft for the NSFL or DSFL, excuse me. It was hard to get all the information together. Uh, I know this is no no slight to the guys who who created um, the forums or the Wikipedia and everything, but uh, I really would like to see us do some work to try to get some of that stuff together, make it more organized, make it more accessible, um, much more like a, a regular sort of football league like the NFL would have. I, I would like to be able to see it more organized so that we can create some of that media based on that stuff. Um, I know it'd be a lot easier if that information was a little bit organized. Uh, I actually want to take a second to talk about some of the media that I've seen that I've really enjoyed. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the media section here. Um, one of the, the ones that I saw this morning was by Raven. Shout out to Raven, who did a, an article on how much money do the GMs make, which was kind of funny to see that. It really uh, gave us an idea about how much money is is in people's pockets. I know we have access to bank accounts, but I hadn't really seen the highest numbers on there before. I really like the breakdown that he has on there. He looks at two of the, uh, which teams are the richest GM tandem. It looks like Yellowknife leads the league at 187.37 mil between their GMs. Uh, Chicago, 
uh, is at the bottom at 13.29 million. That's a huge discrepancy. Uh, it's really unfortunate. I know Chicago's kind of um, not doing so well, and maybe there's a connection between that money thing and how well they're doing or not um, does raise some questions. In in total, the NSFL GMs have combined for 747 million. What a crazy number! Although they don't have as much money as the two highest individuals in the NSFL, as uh, Raven points out, uh, is a Starcrossed and Infinite MPG together have 786 million. Uh, Infinite's got 346 uh, million, whereas Issa Starcrossed has 440 million. That's a ton of money. Those guys are not worried about weekly training or paying for their equipment. I wonder how they're making so much money. I'd love to hear about that sometime. Trone also has been making some really cool statistical analysis. It looks like he's got a, a background in doing some of this work. I, um, I applied for a media grader position, and he's one of the other guys on there, and it definitely looks, uh, looking at his writing, looking at his articles, that he's got some ability to pull that stuff together. He did a, a few of my favorite threads. Uh, one of them that I really liked was the best of Ultimus week. He sort of went through that big, huge info dump, um, that big-ass point task that a lot of people did, um, and looked through it and pulled out some of his favorite tidbits. I really, I really liked what he pulled out. Uh, you can look at, you know, people's takes on expansions. Hall Monitor made a really cool comment on St. Louis's perspective avatar, um, um, their logo, excuse me. Um, so that looked pretty cool. Uh, Colt Classic did some talking about changes to the media versus graphics payout, which is something I've heard. Um, I've heard from other people. You know, I don't do any graphics. I have no skills there. Um, but I do know that if my my longer the stuff that took me longer writing. If it didn't get a higher payout, I'd definitely have an issue. So it seems like they might have to do some restructuring in terms of the graphics payout there. Exileaser, right. um, who's another quality member who's been making some cool content, talked about wanting to get more uh, wiki edits wiki edits, excuse me, updates. Um, and he actually has gained a ton of money doing a bunch of wiki updates. So that seems to be like a great place to make some money if you can do that. And the league is definitely in need, like I said, of getting that information organized. Uh, it took a, it took me a minute to sort of figure out some of the history and I still don't have a lot of it, but I would love to be able to look at some um, pages that were well organized that give me a good snapshot about what's been going on in this league uh, just to get me up to speed. Right? Um, he also... Talks about some rants about Kevin Fakin from Tractor Cito, who's been making some really cool media. Uh, Jay Cortezzi did a good Ultimus review. You know, so I really like that Tron went on there and I looked through that big ass Ultimus Week post and pulled out some of those. He did another one too that talked about how much TPE you need to earn in order to be successful, to be a starter in the NSFL, which as a new player is really interesting. Didn't quite know what was needed there, uh, so I appreciate that. He also made, um, he had some words about expansion, right? So Tron's out there. There's some really quality media out there. Go check him out. Go check out uh, Raven, his post. Another one I wanted to, to touch on was, um, I don't know how to say your name, S4 Drop, S4N Drop, Season Drop? I don't really know. Uh, he did a Prospect Bowl um, analysis, which is cool. It uh, really gave you an idea about how the players... Um, we're sort of, excuse me, um, how active each team's players are. Uh, remember the prospect ball, everybody's going to be at 50 TPE, so it really doesn't even matter. Um, but it is interesting to look at the different teams and how active those guys have been on there. Uh, Chester Sweets is actually on the Cincinnati Jethawks, which it was a little disappointing because I did my little... <clears throat> 
my little Jethawk review, and it looks like I only have one other active member on on my team, which was kind of a bummer. I was hoping to link up with some new rookies, uh, particularly from this big-ass Reddit draft class, and try to connect, but um, with only one other active member, it, that was a little disappointing. Um, it made me sort of think about all this expansion talk, and I wonder how active everybody's going to be going forward in the league. I know quite a few people are pushing for expansion. Uh, this really raised some questions for me about how active everybody was, and if the team, if the league can support all these new members, uh, especially if they end up going inactive. Because the last thing I want is to play on a team with a ton of inactive players. Just not what I'm looking forward to, but uh, there's lots of people out there. I think Jay Cortez, he talked about that on his podcast. He's got some strong feelings about that. Go check that, go check that podcast out. Another thing that I've really enjoyed in this league is the, the locker rooms. They're a lot of fun. They're helpful. You know, um, some of the teams have reached out to me. I had to reach out to some of the other teams. And I think those three things are probably what um, help me sort of rank where I would want to be, or that's really what I'm looking for in, the, in in locker rooms, particularly as a new guy. I'm looking for people to be active. You know, I'm looking for help. I got all these questions. How do I put a table in my wiki, in my wiki page? And how do I do an update? And, hey, can you look over this for me and make sure that I don't miss anything? Um, so getting help from these teams has been... Um, something I'm looking forward to. And straight up, everybody has been helpful. Everybody. Um, from the teams to the GMs to the rookies to the vets, everybody's been really, really helpful, and I really appreciate that. Um, it does help when teams are more active, uh, if their Discord server is more active, that they can get you a little bit faster, whereas some of the, the less active ones, it might take a little while. But eventually, somebody ends up helping you out. Um, I imagine that GMs are doing a lot of work in some of these teams, and um, those more locker, those more active locker rooms are able to help players out in a way that's really conducive to keeping them uh, involved in the league. So I really appreciate that. And then it was it was fun when teams reached out to me personally. I've never been through the, the draft process. That's always been cool. I've always loved the NFL draft and the idea of you know you know uh, new beginnings and potential, and the idea that these teams would come to me and say, hey. What can we do for you? What can you do for us? How can we work this out? That was really enjoyable. I never had that experience before, so I really, I really like that. Um, like I said, I had a couple teams reach out to me, um, but I had to go and seek out a couple other teams, and I haven't even been, uh, haven't even talked to probably half the league actually. So um, take that with a grain of salt. I don't have um, experience with everybody. I know Fat Boy when he did his podcast, he sort of talked about each team. It sounds like he's been in every team's uh, Discord on their in their locker room, which uh, big shout to him. That's pretty cool. He did a great um, sort of analysis about the different locker rooms that he was in. Um, the teams have been a lot of fun. Um, I've really appreciated or, or really enjoyed the places that are a little calmer. Some of the um, servers are real hectic. They got a lot going on. And that's just me personally. It's just not my, my style. Um, I was in Minnesota's uh, server. They're, they're, they're a little bit more business-like than some of the other places. And even though it was quieter uh, and it took a little while to get my, my questions answered, it felt just a little smaller, a little more intimate. You know, um, although at the same time, sometimes I was on that server and going, man, where's everybody at? It's quiet, you know. Um, but again, we have lives. Everybody's doing their own thing. So I'm really bitching about nothing important here. All right. Um, I suck at segways. I suck at segways. This is my first time doing a podcast. So we're just going to change the directions here. And we're going to talk about media creation a little bit. Uh, I really enjoyed the media creation with the... DSFL slash NSFL. Uh, I've written, uh, I did a 5,000 word article with Fur Fur Person 
and Russ drives the bus, which are two new guys as well. Um, trying to deposit some money in the bank there. Um, I'm uh, pretty active on Twitter. Uh, that's actually how I was able to get a hold of those guys. I just put a little shout out there. They both, re both reached out to me and then we did like a, a little Google Doc, which I really encourage. Um, that'd actually be one of my suggestions. If you're looking to do some writing, um, make a Google, reach out, try to talk to somebody and then do uh, something collaboratively. It was fun. Uh, we got a lot, we had to obviously had to split it three ways. So I think we'll end up probably somewhere around 5 million each. Um, whereas if we wrote the article ourselves, it would have been, you know, 15 million. But I don't know if I would have ever written an article that long by myself. And I would have had a hard time even reaching a third of that word count to get that much money by myself. It's a, it's, it's a lot of fun when you people are asking different questions and they're getting involved and it makes you want to keep working. So big shout out to those two guys helping me increase the bank account. All right. Um, also, it's, Doing media for me has just made things enjoyable, increases the, the talking with everybody. People give you feedback, whether they like it or don't like it. Um, so that's another part of that is that when I'm doing media, it helps increase my enjoyment, just the interactions that I have with the different players, right? Um, and like I mentioned before, I was on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, you should get on Twitter. If you're trying to make some money, if you're having a hard time with it, you can make up to 800 grand a week, which, uh, as somebody was saying, is a lot of money for not a whole lot of effort. Uh, you do have to make sure to get that full um, 800 grand. You do have to make sure that you're tweeting every day because only your first tweet of the day counts. So don't think you can post on there seven times and then just disappear for the week. Uh, you, you only get credit for that one day. Uh, you do have to be on there consistently, which I think is the name of the game. And I think that's part of the reason that the payout for Twitter is so high is because it keeps things going consistently. Um, when I've made media, when I've done written media, it, I have a little bit of back and forth and then it just kind of falls by the wayside. When I have, when I do Twitter, I'm on there every day. And so I, I, it keeps those conversations going, whereas the, the other media just kind of falls, falls away. And disappears. Uh, again, Twitter's been a really, um, a really helpful place to be. Uh, a lot of people, anytime I've, I've asked, uh, people have been really helpful. That's one of the things that's really stood about this league is that people have been really nice. So I appreciate that. All right. Um, so if you're thinking about media, jump on there, write it. Somebody asked me, they said, I don't know what to write about. I said, make some shit up. Right. Um, look at some of the stuff that's already on there. There's some really, uh, cool stuff on there. There's I'm seeing scouting reports. Um, I see Hater wrote his. Uh, he talked about shaking up the DSFL draft. You know, somebody did something about Prince Vegeta being chosen number one. I see uh, Miami Grenadiers. The thoughts and opinions by Tuberculosis. Great username, by the way. Uh, you can make some stuff up. You can do statistical analysis. Tron has done some really cool stuff. Like I said, I really like that. That kind of stuff takes more time and effort, though. I really hope the graders are giving those guys some bonuses for the amount of um, digging and effort that they have to do to come up with that stuff. Because as I've repeated already, the information is not very organized. So pay these guys for their effort. They're, they're really digging in there and they're providing us something um, that's special. Like I said, I've written a lot of personal media about just my story or my player's story. Um, but that's my own thing. And not everybody always wants to read about your player. you know. Uh, so when you can provide value like that to the league, that's big. That's big. Um, so big shout out to Chone there. We really appreciate that. If you have any interest in doing a bot podcast, if you want to make some money, um, reach out to me, please. I'm happy to share some of my spoils with you to get you going, get you on here, help you get set up. I definitely just want to encourage activity. I love listening to the podcast. It's stupid, uh, but I'll, you know, go do something. I just turn the podcast on. Um, I know, uh, Joe K had his podcast on earlier. That was cool. Adam's on here doing his. So it's, it's, it's fun to listen to these guys, um, and sort of ramble as I'm doing right now.
So if you guys need need a hand or if you want to join in here, I'm always looking for guests. Somebody wants to jump on here and participate with me. Let's get paid, right? Now I want to sort of change directions again. Remember, I'm really bad at segways. I wanted to talk about the sim a little bit. It was something that immediately caught my attention. I went on YouTube and watched the, the Ultimus and the Ultimini. Um, I wanted to see what it was about. This sim is really fast. It's really hard to see what's going on here. Um, I, the, the games, the Ultimus and Ultimini, the file or the, yeah, the file was about 15 minutes long, which means those games average out to about seven and a half minutes each. And that's including a little bit of time buffering at the beginning and the end and seven minutes for a, for an hour long game. Even I feel pretty comfortable and feeling like I know what to look for in a football game. You know, I, I know how to, to look at trends and to figure out who's having a good game or um, the offensive line's playing really well. With the speed that these games go at, it's really hard to tell what's going on. Uh, I know the counter argument to that is who wants to sit around and watch a fake football game for longer than seven minutes. Uh, and maybe once I get the hang of things, it'll pick up a little bit. But right now, it really feels like I want to want things to slow down. I'm looking forward to the Prospect Bowl this week because it'll give me some more experience with the games. So hopefully I'll be able to better understand them. And then maybe I can shut up. I know I'm the new guy complaining about stuff. But that's what I'm doing. It's a podcast. All right. Another thing I want to complain about <laughs> is the sim seems like it's really dependent on speed. Like it's, it is absolutely the, the hands down number one attribute for the vast majority of positions, probably other than kicker, punter, and quarterback, I imagine. Um, somebody talked about Prince Vegeta. His, his 90 speed made him hands down the number one pick in the draft. You know, um, when I asked, Hey, what's strategy in terms of building an all around quarterback or a cornerback? I'm always met with push speed first, push speed first, push speed first. And, um, as somebody who really likes the nitty gritty part of football, it's kind of disappointing because it doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of differentiation between players other than speed. So if you got high hands, are you getting more picks? If you got high intelligence, are you putting yourself into positions to make plays? Um, I know I'm kind of defense uh, focused because my guy plays cornerback, but um, really would like to see those attributes have a different, uh, you know, have an impact on the game. I don't really know. I could be wrong. Again, new guy just talking trash. Um, so maybe there's stuff out there going on that I don't know about. I'm sure there is actually, but it's at this point, my understanding is that speed's number one, and that's that's this is kind of a bummer. It's just kind of a bummer. Um, I'm hoping to check out the sim. I don't know if I want to buy it. I don't know if it's needed, uh, but I definitely need to learn a little bit more about the simulation, how it works. Uh, I was listening to Joe Kay's podcast, actually, and he was talking a little bit about it. Um, he was talking to, he mentioned um, that there's a might be a proposed rule. Sorry if I'm getting any, anybody in trouble. I just thought it was really interesting. Um, I know GM burnout is real. Uh, I do. I run a middle school wrestling team. I only have 10 wrestlers. I know how hard it is to keep track of everything. I know that just the amount of planning that goes into doing what I do. So the idea of running a simulated football team, especially now when you're, you have to look at a draft class of 400 some people, um, it's easy to get burnt out. It's easy to spend too much time doing it. It's easy to not want to continue working on it because you got a lot to do. Uh, it's, it's a job you get paid for. It. You don't get real money, but you get, you know, NSFL money. So you, hopefully you got to prioritize it, which means you're going to have to spend some time at it. Um, and, but the thing that Joe K talked about, I'm sorry, rambling a little bit. Joe K talked about the possibility that they might limit 
or um, the maximum amount of, of like strategy updates that teams can do. Again, I'm kind of out of my water a little bit because uh, I don't know the the full detail here, but it does seem like GMs um, are creating a game plan. They're running simulations during the week to see how the teams impact each other, what they can, what kind of tweaks they can do to get a leg up on their competition. It sounds like some guys are running a ton of simulations and really involved in it, whereas some other teams might not want to do it so much. He used uh, his team um, as an example. They won the title this year, and he said they changed their strategy like twice all year, and it worked for them. Obviously, right? they won the they won the Ultimus. Whereas other teams ran simulations multiple times, you know, and and kept making tweaks as needed. So. I'm, I'm, I'm with Joe on this one. If you want to do the strategy, if you want to do the updates and you really want to jump into it, go for it. You should be allowed to do that. It doesn't guarantee success, um, but it does probably impact it. I imagine teams that are running a ton of simulations are probably doing well. But it doesn't, again, you know, like Joe's team, it doesn't guarantee success. They only changed strategy a couple times, and they won. So, and he said it best. If you want to be an uh, overachiever, you want to go out there and do that a ton, you should be able to do that. I hope that they don't limit teams from being um, engaged. It doesn't seem like we we want to serve the lowest common denominator. Sorry to put it like that, but um, I, I want to encourage people to be active if they can. I know, I know, I imagine GM burnout is real, but let's not limit the people who are really engaged to make it easier for the people who are having a real, real hard time. Um, they might need help. Maybe it's not a good position for them. I'm not trying to insult anybody. Again, I don't even know who this applies to, but I don't. I just don't want to see us make rules for the uh, people who are having, struggling the most um, or not putting, in, not putting in a ton of work, right? Speaking of putting in work, that's going to bring us to our last segment of the day. Uh, putting in work over here is Memento Mori. The only guy I was able to get some questions from for the podcast. So Memento Mori, thank you. Appreciate it. He's uh, representing Brandon Booker, another cornerback. Uh, hashtag DB Brotherhood. Uh, he's getting drafted in the Season 22 DSFL draft. He's been all over the place. He's lots of uh, media Twitter, active on the Twitter. Uh, seems like he's going to be a good part of the league. Memento Mori, he says, why did you pick cornerback? Oh, man. Lots of different reasons. I... Um, Personally, when I was in high school, I played corner and safety. I'm not a big dude, and uh, those are the positions I used to play. I'm also a really big Raider fan, and they have a, a long tradition of, of solid defensive back play. I almost went safety. Uh, Jack Tatum, Jack the Assassin Tatum, he used to play for the Raiders, uh, messed some people up. That's probably my favorite player ever. It was one of my inspirations for Chester Sweets. Um, you know, the Raiders also have uh, Lester Hayes, who, Tractor Cito, did a... a a scouting report on Chester and compared Chester to Lester, the molester. Hey, say that three times fast. Chester, Lester, the molester. Ooh, okay. Um, and I really like the the defensive back play that the Raiders have shown. They really um, have done some good things. They're real, real, real physical. I also imagined coming in that the pass game was big. Uh, I know in the NFL we're seeing more five and six defensive back sets, and I figured that it would be a good way for me to be able to get on a team, even if I don't have the highest TPE. If I play a position of need, particularly that has five or six guys on the field at a time, there's going to be a high need for, for DBs, and that would be a way for me to get on the field uh, and stay on the field quicker. 
The second slash third question uh, Memento asks is, what's your favorite and least favorite thing about the league slash forums, etc. so far? My favorite thing, there's quite a few things that have been pretty fun. My favorite thing has just been creating and learning. Like I said, I didn't do Twitter before. I don't have much experience with wikis. Um, I've never done podcasts before. I have no experience with graphics. And so this has been a sort of a good outlet and it's a good thing to focus on to try new mediums, to try new strategies and learn new things. So I'm really enjoying creating things. It turns out as a, as a creative outlet. You know, I'm a big D&D player nerd. I'm a big D&D player. And so that's one thing that gives me a creative outlet. This is definitely something that's sort of filling that same kind of role. And I, re I really enjoy that. So that creativity is probably one of my favorite things about the league. <clears throat> um, my least favorite thing so far... I wasn't sure about the top of it. My least favorite thing so far has just sort of been some of the sniping that I've seen, some of the back and forth. I think it's all in, in good fun. It's not all in good fun. Let's be real. It's not all in good fun. There seems to be some people who feel like they're getting picked on. And, um, you know, so some of, some of the back and forth that I've seen hasn't really been fun. Um, I was talking to somebody who said somebody blocked him on Twitter and Discord because they were talking too much. Um, this was after I, I messaged him specifically. And I was like, hey, man, I just want to clear the air. You know, make sure that talking trash isn't getting you mad or nothing. He's like, no, 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 no worries. But then he tells me about somebody who blocked him, which I thought was hilarious. Like, man, I don't know about you guys, but I come here to try to have a good time. So people who are getting mad and getting upset, I'm just not having it. It's not something I really want to be a part of. Um, that's not why I'm here. So I big shout out to everybody who's keeping it positive, even in the midst of, you know, talking trash and having a good time. Um, that brings us to the end. I want to say thank you for coming out. I'm looking forward, probably going to do another podcast, uh, maybe get somebody on here um, later this week, maybe look at the Prospect Bowl. Uh, I'm hoping that it'll give me a better understanding of the simulation games and how they work, so maybe we'll have some feedback there. Uh, I know I'm not the only rookie that's excited, so hopefully, maybe we'll get another rookie coming on here pretty soon. I look forward to it. Thank you for coming out to our first podcast. I really appreciate it. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to me at Chester Sweets on Twitter. Um, I'm Revolution, like I said, on the forums. You can find me on Discord too, same name, Revolution. Um, reach out, say something. I'm always trying to connect with people, good, bad, whatever. Uh, yeah, Revolution out.